Are we in the building? Talking about sports, are we in the building? What? What? That's what I'm talking about. Multicultural bonnet too. We out here in these streets. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to your favorite new sports show, man. It's opinionated. You feel what I'm saying? Only by a fan. You feel what I'm saying? It's the Grind It Out Sports Show again. I know we late with another one. I know, I know, but I just want to explain really quick okay i just want to explain really quick okay i'm like on half hiatus mode right now you feel me like you gotta understand i i i conduct produce host engineer like five shows okay i'm like half on hiatus mode so it's not to say like y'all lucky y'all get these episodes but I'm I'm sticking I'm I'm trying to stick to the plan as much as possible. And you know some things happened over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? My baby got sick. She had the flu. You know what I'm saying? I was taking care of her. You know what I'm saying? Making sure she was good and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? But now she good. You know what I'm saying? She over there eating her egg sandwich. You know what I'm saying? But we here in the building. We here in the building. And I got I got a special guest in the building too. You know what I'm saying? My brother from another mother. Literally from another mother. And um, been holding each other down. What is it? Oh, my God. It's almost been 10 years. 10 years. 10 years, bro. Yes. Golly, I got my brother Cordell Zachary. Brother Dale in the building. Yo. What's going on, Brother Dale? Hey, man. It's Dele Z. Dele Z in the building. You know, big Dale, big Ford. Hey, hey. Content creator. Like, all that bro uh, diversity champion oh yeah diversity you know champion diversity change catalyst he, oh, man. he's the Let man know, with the master plan and ain't nobody got it but deadly z in his hands you feel me, <laughs> you feel me? this man I, i'm telling you like when i say my friends are dope my friends are dope man you know what i'm saying we got yes, on the line right now what's going on dale happy sunday Man, happy Sunday, man. It's a good day. It's a good December day. 4th is always a great day in history, man. But, um, you know, I, I've been a fan of the show. I've been on a couple times on, you know, the Opinionated Brother. But, yes, um, yes. It's a, it's a pleasure being on a grinded out show for the first time. Yes, bro. sir. Appreciate we appreciate you. you for coming in. You know what I'm saying? Listen, me, me, and, me and Dale and our boy Pat, we, we talk a lot, um, a lot of sports. You feel what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to basketball. You know, so I definitely wanted to get him on to talk some basketball things, talk some very controversial things that have been happening in the world of sports, and, you know, probably get his takes on a little NFL talk, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but before we even get into everything, good morning, good evening, good afternoon to everybody listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We thank you to everybody that has kept it going with us, uh, with the Grind It Out Sports Show specifically. Um, 20, What what is this, episode maybe 21, 20, 20? So we're, we're already, like, 20 plus episodes into the show and uh i just want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart next week will be our season finale episode so if there's anything that you guys want us to discuss or want me to discuss on the show please let me know in the comments or dm us um at our um instagram underscore grind it out you can just put in the grind it out show and we'll pop up right there but um anything that you would like for us to talk about please let us know in the comments all right we appreciate everybody um that subscribed to the youtube channel oh, YouTube channel, excuse me, over 320 subscribers in the building. <laughs> huge, that's amazing. I'm thankful. 
Uh, also, I have started my own personal YouTube page, uh, which had like 17 subscribers at the time. You know what I'm saying? I had to repurpose, refurbish, and we're almost at 40 subscribers. So that's amazing, too. So continue to uh, subscribe to that. That is Tyronza D. Hicks. You can just at me at Todd Apaga, and we are right there. All right, listen, let's get into the shits, Dale, okay? We got a few things on the docket, not a lot, but it's a few things that I would definitely want to run by you. Because we haven't had a talk like this in a while. So, it's been a minute. It's a lot happening out there. It's a the lot happening out here. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to get straight into it, bro. I'm, I'm going to go straight there. I want to get your take on the Stephen A. Smith, Jerry Jones situation. I want to yeah. get your take on that. What did you think about Stephen A.'s take on Jerry Jones in that photo? Yeah, man. It, it's because you know we love Stephen A, bro. He's our guy. He right. he's like our voice of reason for the most part at ESPN. Like you know, what I'm saying like he's the one we try to like you know support and back. But this Jerry Jones thing is tough, bro. Because for me, flat out Jerry Jones didn't do enough, bro. He did not respond well enough to that picture. Like I don't. I he was 14. He was at the spot. It's Arkansas. We know the environment of Arkansas back back then. What, what, what year was that? The forties? No, nineteen fifty-seven. So they said that was a uh, the Washington Post said that was a nineteen fifty-seven photo. So that was a little bit before the Little Rock Nine, I believe. Oh wow! So yeah, so so we knew what that was. That's right. Jim Crow. That's all that. People love Jerry Jones, bro. I was yep. watching an interview on the Pivot podcast. I think it was Marvin. Harrison, I forgot what it was, but people really love Jerry Jones, especially black dudes. Like, I feel like anybody who's from that Dallas Cowboy farm, mm. they have a lot of reverence for Jerry Jones. So I think that Jerry Jones show, like, he supports players mm. and people of the Cowboy family, but he did not say enough in that moment of, like, speaking out against racism, mm-hmm. explaining more about that picture and what his, his sentiment is now as a 80, almost 90-year-old man. Um, and to see Stephen A kind of shooting bail, bro, it, it, it's weird. It's weird to me because we go so hard for our own when we mess up. But when somebody like Jerry Jones, who has so much power, influence, but also has so much chances to learn from his mistakes, we don't hold him to the fire at all. Like, at least Stephen A did, bro. So I think he copped him out. And I think that Stephen A could have been the one to put the pressure on him, especially as a friend. Why would you not challenge your friend publicly to speak out against it? Um, Stephen A is kind of it was disappointing, bro. I don't know how you felt, but I was a little disappointed. I I I was I was um here's my thing. I don't I don't like to and you know I'm very entertaining, Dale. I don't like to, first of all, when I go in on our on our black people, that's the first thing I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the one thing I don't want to do. But if you're acting or looking as such, the optical vision of everything is looking very suspect, then we have to discuss it. And to your point, um, Stephen A. Smith has made it his mission, and even not just a mission, but you can call it that in a sense, to make sure he calls out us when we do wrong, like you said. Mm-hmm. Shoe on the other foot 
And breaking down Stephen A's response, you know, at that time on 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 uh, first take, you know, I'm not mad, or I'm mad, but I'm not a, I'm not mad to what people think I'm mad for. He's 14. This was 1950, what whatever, whatever. And what I love about what I I think what 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 it showed me about that whole table, Cordell, and I'm gonna take it there a little bit. Is that that whole table really demeaned and dumbed down what Jerry Jones even said when the interviewer asked, hey, do you regret it? And I said on the show, Jerry Jones skated around that like an Olympic figure skater. Mm-hmm. That was the perfect white man answer especially at 80 years old, especially when you're sitting here employing 75% of the team, which is black. So, of course, you're going to get a, a give a media-trained answer. Now, I ain't done my whole bit of media training, but I've done my, I, I've done my research and how it looks, and that was media training 101, literally. They asked you a clear question. And I think what got me, Dale, is you you didn't had your buddy, your pal, the one who really doesn't like your team, in a sense, or as he says, the fans, to sit here and then go on national television and your podcast when everybody then sat here and ripped your, you know, ripped you a new asshole about it. You then go on to defend him and say, well, he was only 14, 15. Cordell, were we not we, – we had a little bit of common sense. We knew right from wrong at 14, 15. Am I not correct? Of course. Of course. We, we had discernment to know what doesn't feel right. Absolutely. We, we knew that if we stole something out the store or this or that, there's consequences behind that. We knew. We know. There's something behind this. So, yes, Jerry Jones can be in the background of the picture. That's perfectly fine. And Stephen A. goes and says, oh, it's cancel culture. It's can-. I'm like, I think what really got me was his defense. And what a lot of people agreed on me on when I gave him Clown of the Week on the Opinionated Brother podcast was that you never – defend us on that platform the way you defended Jerry Jones and you can look through a plethora of all your tenure at ESPN and at first take you have never defended the player the black player as hard as you went on ESPN and then your podcast, No Mercy. Period. That was my that was my whole disposition. You went home. And I don't know if you saw Jay Williams. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like what Jay Williams did was a perfect example. Like, we're not asking you to vilify exactly. Jerry Jones. Exactly. We just not ask you that. to put him to the standards that we put every other player, coach, owner, like he needs to speak up. And Jay Williams, all he did was ask for that. Like, I, I don't know why it was so hard for Stephen A. I feel like he, when he gets to a point, 
he wants to defend that and be so yes. like he wants to stand with it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to waver. And I wish he had more flexibility. And it's like Jay Williams said, like, look, Jerry Jones, like, we know we need you to say, like, you are against racism. That's it. That's it. Like, we don't act dumb. Like, like you yo, didn't know what was going on. Amanda Seals was just on Charlemagne uh show and they were just talking about it. And she said flat out, like, yo, just be one hundred. If you if you rock with us, rock with us. If you don't rock with us, at least we know where we stand with you. Just say that. Just, just right. say that. But you're not about to say that because, Cordell, you don't have to say this, but I will. I just feel like there are a lot of people that Jerry Jones is feeding. Take that how you want to take that. But I just feel like in this moment, that's that was my immediate feeling. And I tried to rationalize it out like, nah, Stephen A. wouldn't, but mm, maybe. Jerry Jones is, is is he's supporting a lot. Like again, I said Marvin Harrison, but it was Michael Irvin. He was like, bro, Jerry Jones literally supported his family, yeah. friends, yeah. and he's indebted to Jerry Jones. Yes. And I'm sure there's hella people in this industry that are on Jerry Jones payroll. I don't know what it so, is. Bruh, but something that boy Jerry facts. he got power. Yes. He, <laughs> that man is is powerful. And this and this will blow over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This will blow over. This will this will go into the wind and you know no and everybody will forget about it because again, like you said, everybody loves Jerry Jones. No matter what type of bigotry or whatever is in the you know what I'm saying? They will make excuses. And it's man, it's just so it it I just I, I think for me the same energy kind of needs to be kept. Do you could you could you could you equate this to a Robert Sarver type thing? Or is that too far left? Wait, remind me of Robert Sarver? Robert Sarver, the NBA owner who um said a lot of racist things and misogynistic things and I think did something and and he was a Suns owner I believe the Suns yeah yeah, yeah. And he and he got you know the players NBA players made a whole thing and he got up out of there mm-hmm. it's, it's, see, it's the thing tough. Is, that's toughy because that's the one that I thought about but I'm like maybe not but in the same case these are two white men with power and maybe Jerry just has a little bit more power than you do Right. And what was the dude from the Clippers? Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot his name, bro. I think my thing is, Cordell, are we we waving the white flag for for white people who have sat here and, 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 and did right by us, even though we know their history with others? Right, are we shooting bail? I guess that's my question, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe again, maybe I'm going far left with it. But these are these are the questions that that come into my head. Like, okay, are are y'all sitting here really bailing out those who have helped you because they have helped you, and not really taking into the fact that they're going to still be the person that they are, whether they helped you or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. We I've had a lot of conversations about this con- uh, uh, this topic, you know. And and fourteen, fifteen. Listen, I get it. You're a kid. I that's understandable. But we also know that time frame. We also know that period in time. You in Arkansas, my boy. Like I'm, not, I'm not believing that you not not racist or don't have discrimination <laughs> in your body. Like, come on now. It's, if you look, well, like at, you said. put up the picture real quick, bro. The, the dude with the cigarette in his mouth was ready to fuck two black dudes up. Like, what are we talking about? And yeah, you just back there just chilling with your with your friend next to you. But at the same time, it's like y'all can't tell me that this man is just all gung ho and roses. And the way y'all defended him over this last week was just shocking to me because y'all will never, including, you know, the Stephen A's and everybody else who love them, some Jared, Jared Jones, has literally just sat here and was just like he basically didn't do nothing wrong. And to your point, Cordell, Jay Williams said it best. We don't want to condemn the man. That's fine. But you also need to sit here and say, I don't sit here. And con- and 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 deal with racism. I don't. I don't. I don't. But if you say that, Jerry, whoo, hmm, mm. think a lot of like, stocks. Think LeBron. LeBron. LeBron said, "Man, like, where, where the questions at?" LeBron like, said it. A lot about about Kyrie, man. What's why not ask me about Jerry? You got all these opinions you want for me. Wake it up, bro. Wake that Jerry Jones smoke up, man. Wake that Brett Favre smoke up. I'm tired mm. of us being, being talk the center talk, of attention. We need to wake all that up, bro. I'm tired of us being a media story, bro. I'm right. tired of – I need C.D. Lamb. I need Dak Prescott. I need Ezekiel oh, Elliott no, oh, all no, to be oh, like, no. bro. Cordell, don't even ask the cow. Don't. Mm-mm, don't do that. Don't ask you know they're not saying it. Don't, don't. <laughs> it's on mute over there. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even ask the Cowboys, bro. That's don't even don't even do it. Any they say we got a good year for once. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's done, bro. Especially now that they It's like you say nothing. NDA, non-disclosure. What? The practices that go on in here, and I don't mean football, but the practices. And the culture that is Cowboys, you will not speak of. Because mm. he has a practice, bro. They say Jerry Jones be on the sidelines. Boy, practice. every Look game, it. every practice, every, he's the coach, he's the owner, he's the GM, he's everything. He gonna hire who he need to hire, but he's literally the decision maker. Like, bro. All right, let's get off of Jerry Jones, man. Because that's some. That's a lot. But you know what? Shaq's new documentary is out. You feel what I'm saying? And um, that has been the talk. of. I don't know if you've watched it yet uh, on HBO Max, Dale. I watched. I, I literally watched 30 minutes of it. <laughs> so Yo, now I, I got to hear your take. I with, hear your uh, take. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm loving. I'm loving Shaq's vulnerability. I think Shaq is a great storyteller. Um, I think I just uh I I watched the second episode this past weekend, and um I think Shaq is a great storyteller. I'm excited to see where these next couple episodes go. 
Um, episode one really talks about his kind of rise um, to to being a Laker. Um, you know, kind of, you know, his father, his mother, his, you know, family oriented where he came from, everything. Didn't know Shaq played overseas um, at a young mm. age either. Um, he was trying to be like magic. <laughs> uh, a big six, four magic, you know what I'm saying? Six, six at like 13. And I'm like, I'm looking at the screen like, bro, you could never. Not not just you could never, because I you probably you know what I'm saying you 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 was good, but I'm like bro, just dunk the ball. You your dad was right. You feel me? Shout out to your father because he was right as hell. Like just dunk the ball. You too. You was too big to be trying to land it up and not make Shaq. <laughs> and to your point, like his vulnerability, like to his father, his mom being addicted to drugs, what he saw oh, early age, wow, like wow. you, you would never, I don't know why, but Shaq is so clean. Yeah. Now, and like, you think he comes from like his happy basketball family, but no, he didn't know his real father. Nope. He had his, his, his stepfather step up. Like, you know what I'm saying? His and mom was dope. addicted. Like, it was so dope to see his father and like how he talked like tough love and like how to like really look out for family. Like right. you see why Shaq was so dominant, bro. Right. And the dominance just rolled through. You feel what I'm saying? In a sense, like, you know, when he asked, yo, can I go see my father? And when he went to the projects and went to see him and went in that house and he said, I will never come back here again. I said, Woo. I said, I feel that one. I, I, I definitely understand that one. Um, I think it's a good watch. Um, I think it's getting juicy. Um, the second episode really talks about, um, how they struggled during that Lakers, that Lakers stretch, you know, kind of 96 to kind of 99 or nine. You, well, honestly, where Shaq struggled from like 95 to 99, where he really didn't have a championship. You know, he got, he got there with Orlando, didn't make it. You know, he always got into the playoffs, Western conference finals, semifinals, didn't really make it. And it wasn't until, you know, 2000 where they got Phil Jackson and, uh, you know, everything started to kick off and uh, they won their first championship. So I think the third episode goes into the next two and then that descension and where the Detroit Pistons whooped that ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I talk know you remember it. that, Shaq. Go ahead and talk, talk about, about it. it. Go ahead and talk about it. I know you won. I know y'all wasn't ready. I know 2004 Laker Nation was not ready for the Bad Boys 2.0. Y'all wasn't ready for us, bro. Y'all wasn't ready for what we brought. I'm ready for Shaq to talk about how Rashid and Ben whooped that ass. Bring Ben and Rashid on. Oh, if he, Cordell, if he bring Ben and Rashid on the fucking thing, it's lit. It's lit. Bruh. We need a Pistons 2003-2004 documentary. I need something more. Bruh. Why don't we like, have People that? don't understand. We don't have anything. We got, we have hella bad boy documentaries. We got the, the bad, Palace and the Palace yes. doc. But like, give us. I need to talk to Tayshawn. Yeah, I need to talk what, to Lindsay. What Hunter. are we doing? <laughs> I need all of them, bro. That was our heroes. Bro. That was, our, that, was th- our team. That, that team right there, first of all, from 2000, what I want to say, maybe 2002 to 2007, the Pistons mm-hmm. was one of the most dominant teams in the fucking NBA, period. Period. 
We were literally the Bad Boys 2.0. And you know what? After 05, when we lost the championship, I believe we lost the championship uh, 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 to uh, to the Spurs. That's where I fell in love with Spurs. the Spurs. That's exactly where I fell in love with the Spurs because I was like, they playing team-like basketball. And for y'all to beat our Pistons, my Pistons, like dominating Pistons, all right, I fuck with y'all. Tim Duncan, respect. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. The boys you know, is back. But like, to your point, Dale, we do need a documentary. We do need a documentary. That, that like a Bad Boys 2.0, you know what I'm saying? Come on, 30 for 30, what y'all doing? Get on the ball, bro. ESPN, what's happening? Everybody, everybody doing analyst jobs. You know, Ben Wallace, he's still in Detroit. Like, hey, ring him up, bro. Rashid, mm-hmm. I think he over in LA being coachy coach. Go ahead and get him. We need a. Now, I don't know if you've seen the Hulu Lakers documentary with Jerry Buss, I man. Did. How did you think about that one? It was crazy to see how much Jerry Buss really built that foundation, dog. And Jeannie Buss doing her thing. Like it was crazy for them to walk through all of that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize how important the Lakers organization was. Like. The evolution of basketball, itself. absolutely. Like even women's basketball, like it's, so it was kind of dope, and it puts in that like lens of Shaquille O'Neal and like Kobe and all that happening. It was kind of crazy to see. So we got a lot of Lakers docs that, that yeah, shows like Laker, what that stretch was. The Laker kind of story that's been told as of late over this year has been amazing. Um, you know, we kind of started not to say we started, but we kind of started a couple years ago with like the Celtics versus the 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 Lakers doc, which gave us a type of insight into that, and then it started to just get really really good with um, I think this Hulu documentary with uh with uh with Jerry Buss, like you said from from the episode one to episode what ten, um, yeah, I was looking for it every week, like whoa, okay, so because you know the Lakers really are one of the dynasties, if not the dynasty. To shift how the NBA has been looked. Really real talk. Um, you know, kind of without Magic, you know, without Kareem, without those guys. Um, and really, if you really just want to say without Magic, uh, the NBA wouldn't be what it is today, honestly. Um, and having those competitions with Larry Bird and the Celtics and everything, like putting on those masterful performances, we wouldn't have what we got today. It wouldn't be... Michael Jordan and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Magic, then Jordan, or you can even say Bill Russell and all of the greats before, then Magic and Bird, and then, you know, trickle on and trickled in. And now we we are in a in a time where the Lakers are, you know, one of the, the greatest dynasties in sports. And it's and it's amazing to see their backstory. And like you said, uh uh Dale, just how Jerry Buss really bet on himself you know mm-hmm. like really put himself in some and sometimes some financial strains bro like i would look at the doc and i'm like bro how the fuck did they pay for all of this shit i'm like sheesh you know what i'm saying but listen everything he 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 did it he had a team shout out to genie you know what I'm shout saying? out to genie like, man shout out to genie, down like, for the genie. band Genie, Genie is the MVP, bro. The MVP. 
Like, she really went hard for her pops. Like, she really went hard for her pops. And it was just amazing to see, like, yo, she, you know, she got a she got a championship in her era. You know what I'm saying? And, and as many people want to say, oh, it's a bubble championship. It's a, it's a championship that y'all didn't win. How about that? Huh? It's a championship that y'all didn't win. Y'all was able to win one. You didn't get in. Oh, well, too bad, so sad. The Lakers got it. So, you know, it's it's another one on their on they track record. So it was just amazing to see that. Um, and how the Lakers continue to be, you know, just a a fabric in sports culture. It's, it's amazing, honestly. Um, but y'all need to go check out Shaq's documentary. He, listen, again, if he comes and brings Rasheed Wallace and all of them, if if he, if the Pistons get on this documentary, I'm a fucking, I'm going to fan out. I'm not even going to lie to you, Dale. I'm going to fan out. I'm going to watch it now. I gave it, I literally was halfway through episode one, so I'm going to finish it up, bro. Definitely, it looked, bro. Like you said, he, he reminds me of, like, Matthew Johnson at the Storyteller. Like, yeah. he, he's, 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 he really, good, he's really you. good. And he got all the little, like, characters and all that they did they did some great editing work and i knew shaq was coming with it, especially with hbo so uh um definitely check that out it's a dope doc i think come out every wednesday every wednesday uh all right so let's get into our nba top picks man you know listen we got we got the nba season here you know what i'm saying you know and, and we we're more nba people you know what i'm saying me and deli z and so the 2022-2023 NBA regular season is here. Uh, they've been in full swing. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of injuries. You know, so, Dale, who do you think or who do you see as some of your favorites going into the playoffs and going forward maybe into some championship? Mm. Yeah, bro. I, it's funny. I've, I've really gotten into more football this year. But mm-hmm. it's, as you know, like you said, like, I'm, I'm definitely always an NBA fan first. And last year, being in Atlanta, so I'm now in, an ATLian. Right. Um, now I went to a couple Hawks games. I, I'm, I'm happy to see the Hawks are doing better this year. I think Murray, I think Trey, they got a good team over there. But last year, I became a really big fan of the Boston Celtics. Wow. Like, the way that they perform as a team, I, I was really rooting for them, bro. Okay. Like, me and me and my girl were sitting there watching. We watched – I think we watched each uh, semifinals and finals, like, Celtics game, bro. Like, mm-hmm. we made it a thing. So, I am a big fan of them coming back. I think they're going to come out the Easter Conference Finals. Like, them okay. Bucks, you know. Them, them Bucks, bro. The Bucs are always a problem, but I think they can handle the Cavs and Hawks. Pace. I think they got – in the Eastern Conference, That they looking good. I, I'm rocking with the Celtics, man. Okay. Um, the Bucs is the Bucks is scary, though. The, the Bucs always – They always – them ones in the peripheral. So, yeah. I'm rocking with the Celtics on the East side, man. I, you know what? I'm surprised at the Western Conference Finals, man. I'm never downplaying the Warriors, although they're not super – they're not the team that they were. You know what I'm saying? They're they're, they're sixth in the in the league. Mm. I mean, on the conference. Um, but I like the Warriors. Um, Grizzlies are scary too. I think if John Moran keep doing what he's doing, they they be a problem. Mm. But I'm doing. The, I'm going with the Warriors, bro. Just based off a of veteran experience, I think it's still like early in the in the uh, season. So uh, if we get a rematch, bro, a rematch so Warriors we, Celtics. Because okay, I was about to say, are we are we thinking rematch again? <laughs> 
We need that. We need that. We need but I don't rematch. know, man. Jokic might have something to say. Devin Booker might have something to say. It's tough. The Western Conference, bro, it's just like you got to see. The West Conference Finals is always up to, like, who finishes out strong after right, the All-Star right, game, bro. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, who you looking at, bro? <sighs> like you said, the NBA season has been unpredictable right now. Um, we're getting more and more closer to the uh, uh, playoffs and specifically the All-Star game. So... I think I'm going to ah, mm, the Celtics are looking good. Jason Tatum is really becoming what he needs to become to win a ship. Um, He's really playing at an extremely high level. Um, Now, what I will ask you when it comes to the Western Conference real quick in Golden State. Do you think after this whole debacle with um, Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole, do you think they will ever come back from that? Will, the or, thing or, about- or how can I rephrase it? Will this, can their season be salvaged? It's hard because literally the Warriors work off of chemistry. Like right. that is that's their biggest their that's their biggest weapon. Exactly, that's their biggest weapon. And we saw game one; they look great. Like you know, playing against the Lakers, the, you, you thought it was kind of gone, but I don't know. And we don't know the trade deadline is you know is still you know coming up. We don't know if they're gonna move. We've been talking about are they gonna move Clay? Are they gonna move Draymond? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I, I think that. The Jordan Poole incident definitely impacted that locker room. Right. You can kind of see the, the the chemistry not fully there. I think it's time for the Warriors to take to make a move, bro. We've been talking about it for years. Like the Warriors have been rocking with their big three, big, big, you know, with, with Jordan Poole coming in. I think Jordan Poole looks really good. Right. But I think you might have to move somebody, man. I think I think there's a couple of players that they can make make a good trade for. So we gonna we're gonna see, bro, but I never doubt the Warriors. The Warriors are like Tom Brady, bro. Like I think like any team Tom Brady is on, you can't ever put him out of contention. You're right. But Buccaneers aren't looking good this year. But I do think I, I got faith that they're gonna pull out and have a good end to the season, bro. Okay. I'm gonna go with you on the Celtics on the Eastern. Um I'm looking for the Celtics to repeat again and go to the finals, be the Eastern Conference champions for a second time. Um Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are sinking, like literally they're in sync and they're sinking better and better every game. Um, as you said, the Bucks and Giannis are not too far behind. And you know what? The crazy thing is I am not worried about Philly. You know, for two years straight, mm-hmm. I was worried about or maybe hoping that Philly would make a surprise run or something like that. I think I've been putting my hope in Philly and Embiid and all of them for too damn long, and I'm over it. I love Tyrese Maxey. I think he is a gem. You feel what I'm saying? I think he is a star in the motherfucking make. Um, but I'm done trusting the process, honestly. Process did work. I'm I'm uh. done trusting the process. I'm I'm over the process. I'm really over the process. Um, Doc Rivers can't handle the process um and it's and it's ben simmons couldn't handle the process it's just it was just a lot it's 
it's just a lot of factors that Philly could have gotten to where they gotten if things didn't go the way they went. So I'm not looking at Philly as a contender. Maybe, but not in my mind. Um, the Cavs, to me, are a sleeper. Um, I think the Cavs are going to be a sleeper team of the NBA. Um, Donovan Mitchell and all those boys over there. I said last year, the Cav- I, th- I think people need to watch out for the Cavs a little bit more um, and keep their eye on them more than what they're doing because they they are they're talented and they're young. That boy, and that boy Darius Garland is. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they can. They they're can trouble, ball. bro. They can defend. They got Darius Garland. You feel what I'm saying? Like they they not they not no sl- you know some 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 slugs over there. They 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 some bo- they some they some men. So I'm I'm looking for the Cavs to maybe be a sleeper team. Um, the Hawks. Ah, love you, Atlanta. Ah, but <laughs> um. Not looking for Atlanta to go maybe into the play-in, playoffs, but I'm not looking for them to go far. Um, so, yeah, man, Boston is probably going to bring this out. I look for Boston and the Bucks to be in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, like you said, the Bucks are always in the rear view. They, they were the 2021 uh, NBA champions, so they looking to reclaim their throne. You feel what I'm saying? And so I'm looking for them to pull it out. It's probably going to be a seven-gamer, especially if you got Chris Middleton back healthy. Um, That's going to be an interesting matchup. That's what I'm looking forward to, and Boston might just pull it out to your point. Um, I'm looking, honestly, bro, for Ja Morant and the Grizzlies to make it out the West. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm looking for them to make it out the West. Now, will they win? I don't know, right? These will be two young teams going against each other, you know, one more experienced than the other in these type of moments. But I really believe um, that the Grizzlies and the Mavericks have similar chances to beat Golden State if Golden State don't get it together. Um now the Mavericks can't sit here and just one on five everybody, right? Luca versus everybody. That just can't happen. But I think these two teams, if they get it together as well, these are the two teams that have a a, a chance. I don't want to say an advantage, but a chance to dethrone the Western Conference champions in GSW. So these are the two teams that I'm looking at. Of course, Denver's in the mix. Of course, um, uh, who's that? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, it's crazy to see the Kings, the King, uh, you know, bro, what I'm saying, the have such playing. a good year. They're playing. I, I give. I don't know where they were last year, but I have not seen spit in a I while. I was like, where the fuck the Kings come from? <laughs> they said, and see, you know what, Cordell? That, but see, that's what I love about small markets. Sometimes is that they just pop up out of nowhere, and you become the talk of the fucking town. That is what I wanted for our Detroit Lions. That's what I wanted for our Detroit Lions. Uh, don't talk about them. Bro. We got to talk uh, about it. We got to go into it now. We got to go into it now. We got to go into it now. We are going into our NFL picks of the week, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, we here. First of all, uh, the Lions do play today. It's actually Sunday. They will play today at about 1 o'clock. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Cordell, I made a video about the Lions 
Um, the Lions could have been, honestly, Cordell, nine and two right now. Nine and three, nine and two. I think, what are we, 12 games? Nine and two. They could be nine and two right now, Cordell. No, no, no game, no shade, no shit. They let five games, five, four, five. They let five games slip through their fingers. They lost by no more than four. Four, Cordell. These were the Vikings. These were and these were three teams that are considered NFL contenders for the fucking ship. The That's Eagles, a frustrating part, bro. The, the Eagles, Vikings, the Bills, and the fucking Bills. You lost by three to the Bills. That that tore my that tore my heart, Cordell. When I saw that score. 28 to 25. And I said, I don't give a fuck about the Bills right now. I'm mad at the fucking Lions. You had an opportunity to beat the team that everybody is saying is going to win the Super Bowl. You had an opportunity and you let it slip. Bro, I I literally watched, I went on a cruise last week. And the thing on a cruise when you go on Thanksgiving, everybody reps their team. So that whole week. People are Thanksgiving Day. You everybody they're wearing cowboy shirts. They're wearing Bears shirts. They're wearing Lions shirts. They're wearing Bills shirts. And we watched the whole game on a boat with Bills fans and Lions fans in one room. Oh my! And God. the Lions fans, we were feeling good, bro. We were feeling spectacular that we will pull out. But we know you can never get too excited as a Lions fan. We were quiet. We we were not cheering too loud. We, right, right. We need to pull out. <laughs> We, we kicked that damn field goal, <laughs> and it was too much time on the clock for that quarterback over there yep. in Buffalo, bro. Yeah, like it, when you got digs and you can bomb that boy and get a a forty yard throw, get down the field, get into field goal rank. Like, bro, it's it, I was sick, bro. It I thought sick. we had him. It was it was some it was really some sick shit. Um, and it really just tells that our defense is still really trash. Um, and we, and, and, and shout out to one of the defensive players. I think he made the pro bowl. I think he was, um, I can't think of his name right now, but I'm not gonna say we're not, we're trash. We just gotta do better on defense. Cause bro, our offense is really good. Our offense is really good. We lost to the Seahawks. That's the worst game to me on the Detroit Lions record to me. And going into these next six games, that should be the game circled right there, 48 to 45. Cordell, we are so good. The Detroit, like, for real. I, and I want to people, I want to put this in perspective for people. The Detroit Lions are so good this year that we put up 45 points on the board and have 522 yards of total fucking offense. And that we gave up our defenses so bad. That we gave up forty eight points and almost six hundred plus off uh, 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 yards of total offense to the other team. I was like, "Hold on, I've never seen the Lions play like this, and y'all playing this good, and you're losing." It's weird, bro. I, did you watch? Uh, what's it called? The HBO documentary. 
Uh, hard knocks. Uh, hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah. So hard knocks was having seeing the Lions on hard knocks. Like I really bought into the team. Yeah. I'm like, we have Amin Rossing Brown. We got some really dope running backs. We got. I thought our defense was decent, at least decent enough to be middle of the league. We are. Ranked like is it? Are we thirty first? Thirty first. It's defense. Like, bro, like, what happened? And then we trade TJ Hawkinson. Like, I still don't understand that one. Maybe like I'm not a big enough of a sports dude to understand right, that trade. Right, right. But we did still figure out well. Like, our office isn't bad. No. I just we gotta get it's the defense, bro. That's our missing piece, and I feel really good about our team. We're still four and seven. We're not bottom of the pack. I no, we're two and, and that's the thing too. I think I think because our record reflects what it is, I think that's why I was so pissed because we could have been nine and two. You understand? Mm-hmm. We could have been seven and four. Hell, eight and three. You know, six and five. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these games that we lost out, we really could have won out. Like for me in my head, this ain't horseshoe, Cordell. Almost don't don't win the shit. And almost doesn't get you a win against Philly. Almost doesn't get you a win against the Vikings. Almost doesn't get you a fucking win against the Seahawks. Y'all got Jared Goff as y'all quarterback. Do y'all know he took the, the took the Rams to a Super Bowl? He's that good of a quarterback. He may not be a Tom Brady-esque. He may not be an Aaron Rodgers-esque. But God damn it, he got to a fucking Super Bowl. So y'all better use the man like he needs to be used. Mm-hmm. The offense is good enough to put up more than 28 points on the board. Then the defense needs to be good enough to stop and at least stop them from putting up another 30. Come on. I'm just glad we ain't as bad as the Broncos or the Texans. Thank God. That's all I'm saying. saying. Hey, Bronco country, man. What, man? So I know you – I, I have a couple of favorite teams, but I, I, I am very interested in this year's um, playoffs. Like last year, I watched, man, that playoffs was amazing. I think we're getting the best football that we've seen in the last like five years in to me, bro. Time, like yeah. I, have, I have been locked into these playoffs. Yeah, for real. So I, I think that there are a lot of teams and contenders um, that we didn't expect. Like to see the Eagles do so well, to see the Rams do so poorly. To see the commanders do so, I think it's it's going to be a very interesting and different playoffs. But the Bills are good. <laughs> you got, know what? And crazy thing some- is, speaking about the Rams, Cordell, I'm looking at the schedule or reviewing Week 12. I'll go through some of these games real quick. Um, they lost to the Chiefs, 10 to 26 at Chiefs. Uh, that puts the Chiefs nine and two right now. Um, the Rams are done. They're done. Three and eight. It's over for them. They're out. We're getting a new Super Bowl champion this year. That's it. 1,000%. 1,000. That's it. Um, So now it's a matter of who is going to be, you know, the the new Super Bowl champion. Now, this is a game that gets me. The Raiders beat the Seahawks 40-34 in an OT game. Now we just talked about the Lions. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just a bitter motherfucker right now. <laughs> but 40 to 34, I know Derek Carr is that dude. He is that guy. Geno Smith ain't too far behind him. They they are some dope ass quarterbacks. And I said 
a couple weeks ago when I had my cousin on. Shout out to Cousin Scrap. I said, I said, listen, I, I, I can't keep putting my faith in the Raiders right now. But the Raiders are making a run. They're four and seven right now. The Seahawks are six and five. They they have the same type of. They're looking how Detroit is looking in a sense. You know what I'm saying, Cordell? Like they they looking they're looking. They looked bad early. Yeah, but I think they're getting back on track. Now, what I will ask you is do you think some of these teams who are four and seven, six and five, maybe five and six, do you see in the next couple weeks, including this one, right? And we'll get into some of um, week 13 right now. Do you see some of these teams actually, um, some of these teams who are kind of at the bottom right now, kind of rising? Because as I said a couple weeks ago, week four through 10 to me, is the time where you need to kind of win out most of your games. Because from week 12 to week, you know, 17, those last six games, week 18, it's going to get tough. So between week four and week 10, you need to win out at least 50% to 60% of your games. And if you don't do that, it's not looking good for you for the long run. So with the Lions – you know, even with the Bucks, you know what I'm saying? Even, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of these teams who are kind of at the middle of the pack. Hell, hell, you can even put, um, no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, you could put Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in there, but they just they just got their ass kicked. Um, by the, <laughs> so I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers, I think they done. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta stop, bro. I'm tired, <laughs> man. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, bro. We you have had your run. Whew. Like, uh, you think I'm, they I'm, does? You think they, you think they not? Is it is it over for them? I mean, the Bucks lost too. They lost to the Browns twenty three seventeen too. So are 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 the greats done, Dale? Like, are all the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers need to sit down? My cousin said the same thing. He said they need to sit down. Uh oh, did we get him off the line? Oh no! Wait, let's get him back on. I think we. Uh oh. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, you good? I'm back on. Okay, we back on. We back on. All right, all right, all right. No, I was asking. Um, do you think that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers need to sit down? Is it time? I think. I think so, bro. Yeah. I, I think Tom Brady has has had his own little story. I think his like <laughs> persistence and drive has done what is done to his family. Right. <laughs> and I think Aaron Rodgers, bro, I just think we, we see his we see where the Packers are right now. They're below us. Um I think they had their run. And I'd rather see both of them go out in glory. And I wish Tom would have went out in glory. Um I think we got some young cats that are like coming up in the league. You got your Justin Fields, your Trevor Lawrence's, like let them eat. You know what I'm right. saying? We saw Geno Smith come back. Let we we see a lot of other quarterbacks that we can let eat. But to your point, I think there are a couple teams like I think the Lions. I'm still rooting for them. Like I'm still rooting for them to come out and have a decent, you know, next few games. Can we um, beat the Jaguars? Look, I, that's a team we can beat, bro. Can we beat the Jaguars? We plan today, one o'clock. We both have the same record. Somebody getting five wins. Can we do it? Why not be us, bro? Can we? Do Why it? not be us? I think we can. I believe we can. 
I, I really believe we can win out these next six games. I looked at our schedule. I believe we can win out these next six games, especially beating Aaron Rodgers again. Hell yeah. And I don't even think he's going to be playing. It's probably going to be old boy. And the new guy might just play well enough to win that game. So I don't know. But mm-hmm. I really believe that the Lions can win out all six of their games, man. Real talk. And really make a splash and be the talk of the town. Cordell, we could have been 9-2. and two. That's all I'm saying, Cordell. We could have been 9-2. and two. But this ain't horseshoe. I know. Man, if we get a playoff win this year, we, oh. that's the Super Bowl for us. Like we go, Yo, we go. Coming, I might go to Detroit. <laughs> just we're fly there, back just to the, the city. Yeah, we acting a fool. Let me let me just say this: we if Detroit, because I I and I said this earlier, Detroit. I want y'all because because we don't get enough, you know, kind of you know recognition and cachet. You kind of got to make your own. But we've always been that city. We've always been the get it out your mud type of city. We've always been making our name type of city. That's us. Detroit is like that. The Lions ain't no different. Yo, make these niggas talk about you, bro. Ain't nobody talking about, and I swear, and I put this on, I put this on everybody. Ain't nobody talking about Cordell, how Jamal Williams, who is the running back for the Detroit Lions, is leading the league in touchdowns. Mm. Not one ESPN, not one Fox Sports Network. Not no column, nothing is talking about how this man is leading the league in touchdowns. But I swear, if we were winning, he would be his face would be plastered all over everywhere. I just said we got a kid who is low key becoming a defensive monster who's going into the Pro Bowl, who got drafted, I think, this year. Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson, exactly. It's a dog. So, yeah, our defense may be a little trash, but I'm like, we have some good pieces. And as to Cordell's point with hard knocks, yo, that made me believe more. So, yeah, I'm going to be on y'all ass a little bit more like, yo, come on, bro. Y'all letting these games slip. Don't hang with these guys. Y'all playing like y'all can hang with them. You know you can hang with them. Now beat they ass. That's all I got to say about that. Just beat they ass, bro. That's all. Um, okay, week 13. Because now we're in week 13. People, it's, it's getting, guys, it, it's, it, the, 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 the playoffs are on the way. You know, right after Christmas, it's about to get real. Okay? It's getting real right after Christmas. So we're getting into week 13 right now. Uh, Dale, week 13, Thursday, of course, we already had a game. The Bills beat the Patriots uh, 24 to 10. The Bills are now nine and three. They could have been eight and four, but that's just my bitter talk talking. Um, twenty four to ten, Patriots. Um, I wonder how Patrick's feeling. Is Patrick still a Patriots fan, or is he just a Tom Brady fan? I think he gave. Uh, I think he he's Tom Brady a fan. Okay, he's just Tom. Brady I, I think now. we gave up yeah. on the Patriots. Now, do you think the Patriots are going to maybe sneak into something? They're six and six right now. Hmm. Their their division is just so tough, bro. And it's we'll, we'll see, man. But it's they got a, very a tough, unpredictable season this season. Yeah, they got a chance, man. I haven't been keeping up with them, but they they don't look too bad. It is right. got a tough division. Absolutely, uh, two teams who are practically out of the playoff talk. Um, the Packers and the Bears will be facing each other. The Packers are four and eight. 
Uh, the Bears are three and nine. Uh, Cordell, who do you think gonna win this game? Yeah, man. You know what? I am a big Justin Fields fan. Absolutely. Like, I, he has I'm, won I'm, me over. He has won. I was skeptical yep. year one. Yep. I wasn't sure. I really like him in college, but I like his progression. Yep. I think they've had a tough year. Uh, you know, as a Lions fan, you kind of always you kind of like when when the Bears have a have a worse year than us, man. That's kind of like our benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <laughs> so fact. I, <laughs> Why do we hate the Bears? <laughs> I get happy a little bit. <laughs> hey, I'd be like, you know what? I'll take that. You know, y'all three and nine, we four and seven. Hmm. We still have a chance to maybe get a wild card playing, you know. <laughs> y'all are out. So we'll take that. Love, love, love to all of our people we know in Chicago. Love to y'all. Y'all know y'all got a quarterback. For the future, y'all might just need to move a few pieces around. I do see y'all winning this game for Green Bay. That Me is too. if Aaron Rodgers does not start. Um, No, if he does start. If he does not start and let uh the dude that they drafted come in, y'all might lose because he he might be a he might be their quarterback for the future. I'm just letting y'all know. Um the Steelers and the Falcons will be facing each other. Um Cordell, I don't think the I, – I, I look at the NFC South, which are Atlanta Falcons, because I know you you and an, an ATLian now. And um, I look at your Atlanta Falcons, and I look at the Bucks, and I look at the NFC South, and they are just bad. Yeah. This is a bad division. They are just getting their ass tagged all up and through the NFL. And it's like, well, shit. Who's gonna come out the NFC? Who who do you think is gonna come out the NFC South? Your uh, your Atlanta Falcons or the Bucks? Yeah, bro. Uh, the Falcons are frustrating. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy being in Atlanta and being around Falcons fans. Like I, I can't even predict games, bro. I never know how they perform. They'll have some awesome moments. Like I'll, I'll have some faith, faith in Marcus Mariota, Kyle Pitts. They got. You know, Cordell Patterson, like they got some good players. They right. just need a better QB. I'm, I'm really hoping that we can make a play for Lamar or somebody in the offseason. Um, but I'm not, man, I'm not, I'm not telling you. Oh, you think Lamar? You think Lamar look, will bro. go to Atlanta? Look, bro, he's about to be a free agent next year. That's true. Um, the, the Ravens, I, from what I heard, they still not paying him or talking about paying him what he wants. And you know Lamar, down south boy. Like let, let him let him go to Facts. a major market where you got the Mercedes Benz Stadium, you got all the lights, and you got a fan base as crazy as the Falcons. And we, you got, we, like, this is this, all the rappers in yeah. At- Atlanta. Atlanta is the capital of the music world right now, so it's like, oh yeah, you'll be fine, and and they'll drop maybe like three fifteen on you. Real talk. Yeah. For sure, and this is where Michael Vick flourished. We are bred for the athletic quarterback culture, and we we haven't had that in a while. We, we a while we had Matt Ryan, right? We got Mariota, but let's let's get Lamar, man. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm going Bucks out the NFC South, man. I'm not. I I'm never turning my back too. on Tom Brady. Yeah, I am going to agree with you on that. I am going Bucks. I I I am intrigued by your theory on the Lamar Jackson Atlanta talk, though. That. That is, I like that. That my words, makes bro. more sense to me than the Ravens, right? I know the Ravens probably have a better defense. 
than the Falcons. It's not to say the Falcons defense is, is trash. I think that the Falcons defense is actually pretty good. Um, but maybe Lamar is that missing piece for them. Like I'm thinking about it. Like now that you you don't now nah, you don't got my head turning. Now nah, I'm about to ooh, I'm about to research some stuff now. Nah. Look, look, man. We need a couple more receivers, but look, we can, we can make some shake, man. Yeah, I think Atlanta could could really do some things. I'm like, if they, I feel like if they didn't have that that crazy ass call against Tom Brady or the Tom Brady call because oh, I got hit too hard, they would have won that game against the Bucks, and y'all would have been sitting heavily at the number one seed for the NFC uh, South. But you know, you know how that goes, Tom Brady. Um. <laughs> The Jets and the Vikings are facing each other. Um, the Vikings will be hosting the Jets. The Vikings could win their 10th game. This probably 10th game will probably guarantee them entrance into the playoffs, of course. Um, but the Jets are not too far behind. Who do you think will win this game, Delhi Z? This is a good matchup, man. I like that boy Sauce over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the, the Jets, man. But I like that boy Jet Justin Jefferson yes, is a dog. And I forgot who the Vikings quarterback is, but he's nice. I, I Henneke, is that his name? I forgot oh, his name. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Yeah, that might be Kirk. Hold on, let me let me make sure. Let me make sure that's Cousins. Look, man, we gotta do our our due diligence. Right, we gotta make sure. I don't, I don't want y'all to be like, Kirk. yeah, it's Kirk. It's Kirk. It's, it's Kirk. Kirk. So yeah, that's what I thought. they're having a really good year, bro. I'm 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 liking what the Vikings are doing. I haven't really kept up with the Jets. So I'm gonna go Vikings, bro. How you feeling? I'm gonna go Vikings myself. I think the Jets, um, with the whole Zach thing has been a little crazy. Uh as I said last week, you can't put up seventy seven yards and say, um, I didn't do I, I did everything in my power to help my defense. Seventy seven yards don't do nothing. I've seen babies fly a football more than 77 yards. And, of course, I'm being over-exaggeratory, but that's how it felt. And when you go to a podium and spew the shit that you spewed, of course your ass about to sit down. So um, I see the Jets. They have a great defense, really, for real, for real. Um, And that's what's really keeping them in that contention. Uh, but I also see the Vikings really exposing them um, in this game as well. Um, Detroit versus the Jaguars. I'm going Detroit. I feel like we're going to get our fifth win here. This is where we need to step up, guys. Come on, Detroit. This is our, our this chance. is our time. This is our time to show people like, yo, we got this. Okay? Let us be a wild card in the NFC North, man. That's all I'm saying, bro. Uh, the Eagles will be facing the Titans. The Eagles are now ten and one, my nigga. Like, yo, ten and one, <sighs> and the Titans are seven and four. Um, I do think that the Titans are going to beat the Eagles, though. Mm, that's a hot take. I, I have, I have, I, I, I think the Titans are a. Um, are also a sleeper team in the NFL. Um, I know the Eagles are on a magnificent run. Do not do not get me wrong. Jalen Hurst is amazing. I think he's MVP contention, maybe MVP candidate worthy winning. Um, 
But that boy Derrick Henry is a beast, man. He's something different. He's something different. That nigga can run a four like three, four two as big as a truck. Yeah, I don't know. That boy's scary. He's he's majorly scary. And so I know, like, you know, Jalen Hurts can throw the football. I know he got that, but like it's the Titans, man. They I, I just think they a sleeper team. Who you think? What you got? Um, I'm gonna stick with the Eagles, man. I think they having a really good year, really good chemistry. I think Jalen Hurts, like you said, um, with with his uh targets, bro, he he's just playing like on a whole different level. And I have it. I think he's really biased because I haven't really been looking at the Titans. I know that Derrick Henry played the. I think they played the Bengals last week. Yeah. I don't know if he had to. I haven't. I haven't heard much about Derrick Henry. So I I, I think Derrick Henry is never somebody to sleep on. But in the last few games. I don't know if he's performing at a level where I feel like they need him at to beat the Eagles. So Facts. I'm gonna go Eagles, bro. Because they go did Eagles, beat the, ba- the Bengals. Did beat them last week. So it yeah. is, you know, it is looking a little ah, you know, they looking a little tight over there. But I think I don't know. This might be a bounce back win for them. But I do, I do like the Eagles too. It's, it's gonna be a fun game to watch, and uh, that's gonna be a good game. Yeah, that's gonna be a definitely yeah. good game. Uh, the Browns and the Texans. I'm already going Browns with this. The Texans have been a disappointment. Um, they're out. They don't got Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to uh, Browns, bro. Yeah. Uh, the Texans and are Sean sad Watson's to watch. Coming back this game, and am I am I not correct? Let's go. That is. Wow. Oh, I might have to watch this. Oh, Deshaun's tapping that ass. Yeah, yeah. He coming back at least with three fifty. At least that at boy's least. gonna play, bro. Let that boy, I, I, man. Let Deshaun, bro. Deshaun, I hope you have an amazing. Fucking game! I Absolutely. hope you go crazy, I, man. Deshaun, I'm so excited to see him back on the field. So hey, I, I had Deshaun went out these last next these next six games, bro. <laughs> hey, do not let the Browns and the Lions be the wild cards in the NFC. Shit is about to hit the fucking fan. Do you hear me? Do not let they the Browns, do not let the Browns and the Lions be the two teams in the NFC Championship. Don't do that. Oh shit. Oh shit! Wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot that boy back. Wow! Don't let that shit happen. Like, I think Deshaun, even though Deshaun has been gone for a long time, you know, I, I also think he's been training, and I think you know he's been he's been doing what he needs to do. And um, again, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins out at least five of the six games. They may make a playoff run, a wild card berth, depending on how the the chips play and fall in every game up until now, you know what I'm saying, or, or up until the playoffs. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions went out, the, the Browns went out, and shit, miracles happen through the playoffs. Too. If you play playoff football, hey, it's a whole different season. Now, we always say that. like When playoffs happen, that's a whole different season. You got to mm-hmm. come in with a whole different mentality. You got through the regular season. Cool. All right, you gotta you gotta bring out that dog. Nah, it's playoffs, and this ain't the NBA where you can get maybe seven games or four at max. Nah, or four at least. No, you get one game in the NFL. One, one, make it count. You feel me? So Deshaun, have a great game. I'm looking forward to your game. I'll actually be looking at the highlights of your game to see if you actually won. Um. 
the Commanders are at the Giants. Dale, uh, these teams are both, they both have seven wins. Who is getting their eighth? Yeah, I, it's been really cool to see the Giants have a good year for once. <laughs> I think um, <laughs> Facts. we've been waiting for the Giants to have a decent year. You know, you got Danny Jones over there. Like, we've been wondering how good a quarterback he is. But I'm going Commanders, bro. I, I feel like mm. the Giants started off strong. I remember they were like, they they had only lost. I feel like they lost. They lost the Cowboys on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're just slowing down on steam. So I do think I'm not – I'm going to go to the Commanders, bro. I like Henneke. I like that team over there with the Commanders. I think they're having a more – I think their morale is up. I think the Giants are kind of feeling a little down, man. But this is a really good game. I think both of these teams could have a possibility to win. I think it's all about, like, who has better morale, who's going to come out swinging. Um, yeah, who your pick? I think I'm going to go with you, bro. I think I'm going to go with the Commanders, too. Um, I think after their loss to Detroit, that 31-18 loss, um, not to say that Detroit didn't deserve to win that game, uh, but I was surprised in how little um, the Giants did to kind of suppress the offense of Detroit and how little they did to kind of gain offense, uh, a foot on the offense. Um, I think they've been doing a really good job up to this point uh, in doing that. So when I seen that with Detroit, I was like, that is, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long couple games <laughs> for them. Um, and, you know, I believe, let me see. Uh, the Giants, I believe they had a bye week this week. They did. They had a bye week. Um, after that loss mm. to Detroit. So this may be a comeback game for them, and they may win. I, I think I'm still sticking with your pick on the Commanders because they have been on a tear lately. I think um, they've won the last, what, three out of four or something like that? Or four out of five? Yeah. Like, they've been really they've been really sleeping. You know, it's a lot of, again, we said at the beginning of the show, in the beginning of the season, that this season was probably going to be the one of the most unpredictable seasons because everybody is 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 trying to get it. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody is kind of being predictable. Everybody's being unpredictable. So you don't know what's going to happen even mid-season. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, but I definitely got the commanders on that. Uh, the Broncos versus the Ravens. I'm already going with the Ravens. I don't know what the hell is going with the Broncos. Their season is changed. Their season is over. Russell Wilson. Is he having a bad season, Cordell, or is it just Pete Carroll? Mm. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know either, bro. I think that boy, I think he's struggling, man. I think it is a Russell problem. I think he's having a hard time adjusting to a new team, a new system. Um, and I think that you, you heard the news of him like making – Play Seahawks plays and calling out Seahawks calls during Browns games. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he is not clicking with the team. So I'm saying this is a rush problem. Mm. I'm, I'm pulling with the Ravens, bro. The Ravens look good. Oh, though. definitely. The and Ravens Lamar's look great. Playing. Um, this is another team that I feel like, just like the Lions, should not be seven and four. They should at least be ten and one. Um, Agreed. They should be where the Ravens are. Um, I'm looking. I like you know I was looking I was looking at this like wait a minute you telling me that the 
actual, you know, this uh this team who has Lamar Jackson and a dope ass defense is just eleven and or seven and four. Can't be. Can't be. Can't be. No, 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 no. Not even. So it was just like I know the the Ravens, and I had Lamar Jackson as one of my MVP candidates, and then I think after losing those kind of four games, I was like, all right, bro, you're doing a lot. <laughs> Come on now. These could have been 10-1. and one. And, again, you losing close games to me three by three, by four here, by three here, Cordell. I'm like, come on, bro. You these, these This is something that you can do. But I do have the Ravens to go. Um, as you said with Bron- with the Broncos, uh, that is definitely a rust problem. Um, him for calling sure. out plays <laughs> for the Seahawks and everything like that or Seahawks plays and everything. Bruh, I felt like you wanted to bag. And, again, um, when it comes to the Seahawks, they're actually having an okay season without you. Uh, Geno Smith is having Geno's a looking good. great season without you. Pete Carroll is looking pretty damn good as a coach without you. And you're over at the Broncos, and they've already – what didn't they already fire a head coach? And now a, probably another one's about to get fired? And you are probably not about to have it? Man, stop playing, bro. You not going to have a job in a minute, bro. You got to have a job in a minute, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Right? That's going to be sick. That's sick I hear you, it? though. Jesus Christ. Have mercy. Have mercy, have mercy. Um, who we got left? Who we got left? The Dolphins versus the 49ers. Now that's gonna be a great game. That's gonna game. be a great game. Uh the Dolphins are eight and three. The 49ers are seven and four. They are at 49ers too. So that is going to be pretty dope. Uh Cordell, who you got for this one? Man, um like you said, I don't I don't I don't think this is a good game. You can call it either way. I think they have really similar like records. Um, chances. Uh, again, I'm going off of favorites, man. I'm going. I'm going with Tua, man. I'm going with Tua. I'm going with Tua too, like, bro. I, I'm rooting for bro. I'm rooting for bro. Man. I'm rooting for bro. Listen, after bro had that scary ass injury, this right. <sighs> I think he'd be back like done. this at all. I think he'd be back. Man. For him to be playing at that level, at this level. He's ridiculous. Dale, I thought that boy was done for. I thought he was gone. I thought that man was like, oh my God, this is this is this is his last season. The way he went down, the way he got hit, it was just like, oh my God, it might be over. But thank the Lord. Thank the Lord that he is coming back and still kicking ass. Tyreek Hill. That boy in Waddle. You know, there's there's only some players that come around generationally where you just look and you just, no matter if you like them or not, you just have to literally tip your cap off to them and just be like, God damn it, you are, you are that damn guy. Tyreek Hill is that man. Now, he was that guy with, you know, Andy Reid and Pat, Patty Mahomes, but going into another system is always, it's always different, right? Tua... And Tyreek, God damn, man! And then you got Jalen Waddle. Wow! Who has looked really, 
really good, you know, against his counterpart, against his class. Like, you got two of those threats. Yeah. So, at each time, you got to cover both of them. Yeah, bro. That's a tough offense to play. Like, I'm sitting there like, the Dolphins might be the biggest sleeper team in the NFL, and they just might win it out. They just might win it out. Like that's facts. They like I know everybody's talking about the Bills, the Chiefs, the this, the that. The Miami Dolphins just might be your next Super Bowl champions. <laughs> and that's no fluff. That's real talk. They just might be your new Super Bowl champions. So I'm definitely going with Miami. I'm definitely going with two. I'm definitely going with you, bro. I, I think it's gonna be a great game to remember. Uh the Seahawks are facing the current um NFL champions who are out of uh contention for the championship or to even defend their championship, the Rams. Uh, I do believe the Seahawks are going to be seven and five. Geno Smith has been playing his ass off. Uh again, Pete Carroll looks like a good coach again. <laughs> um and I mean I know Russell's salty as hell, man. I know he's salty, bro. I know he's salty. But who you think gonna win this game? Yeah, bro. I want Gino, man. Gino. I want Gino and them boys. Um, I know Matt. I think Matt is injured. Um, I think that's what's been hurting them all year. Right. They're just not the same team, man. Uh, I think I think they're just not looking good, bro. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks, like you said. They got they got a little bit more pep in their step. Yeah. After after you know just switching up the team a little bit. So I'm gonna go them. Sure. Seahawks. Seahawks in the building. All right. Next one: Chargers versus Raiders. Um. Now this is an interesting one for me. Cordell, because Chargers versus Raiders, these are two teams that are probably now kind of awakening, awakening their beast mode in a sense, right? Now it's coming at a time where it's kind of really, really, I don't want to say too late, but it's like it's coming a little late. But better late than never, right? So who do you think is going to win this matchup? These are two great quarterbacks. You know, I think you got Justin Herbert, you got Derek Carr, two great, two good to great teams. Um, looking for playoff contention. Who do you think is going to win this? Yeah, bro. Um, I think I think the I really think the Raiders could pull this off, bro. Okay. I, I think the Raiders, like we said, I, I think that if you look at the Lions and the Raiders, they have similar trajectory. Like we're, we're both in that that like four and seven, trying to figure it out. I don't think. Justin Herbert and the Chargers are the biggest challenge right now. I think they're like, you know, they're similar six and five. Right. I think it could be a game where, where the Raiders pull out and see, see like, you know, like what the second half of the season um, kind of looks like for them. So I'm, I'm going to go. I got faith in, in the Raiders, man. I'm going to see what Derek Carr does against the younger Justin Herbert. Um, but I haven't. I, what do you think? I think the Chargers are still a really good team um, with what they got over there with, with Justin Herbert. I think the Chargers are still a really good team. I'm going to go with you and go with the Raiders. Um, I haven't really gone with the Raiders a lot this year, but I'm going to go right. with you and go with the Raiders. I think, like you said, they're on a trajectory like the Lions to continue to build and see what they can get. I think they can also be a team to win out their games. Um, I think they have a really good quarterback. And I really believe that they can do it. So I'm going to go to Raiders. The Chargers are good. Do not get me wrong. The Chargers are good. But I think Derek Carr and the Raiders have figured it the freak out. 
Okay. You know, I like Devontae Adams. Like, yes, and I, I love I like Devontae that. Adams. The 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 Packers fucked up with that. Period. That's yeah. just what that was. Yeah. Yeah. They fucked up. <laughs> Uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Chiefs are facing the Bengals. This is a literal AFC championship blockbuster rematch. <laughs> Patty Mahomes, that boy Joe Burrow, Jay Beasy, and we ain't talking about Justin Bieber, my nigga. All right. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win this? And they're at Bengals. They're at Bengals. They're, they're in Cincy. Uh, I, I was. I, this is the game you gotta watch. This is the game like the the, the whole the, the whole country should be like paying attention to. Yes, it can mean a lot for both of them. You know, the Chiefs are looking; they're going to secure their division. I think the Bengals have a chance to get to the top of their division with this game. I am going to go if Jamar Chase plays today. Mm-hmm. He's been out for a couple of weeks. I'm going with the. I think that the Chiefs are the they're the they're the Goliath in this story, bro. Like the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they are looking really good. They 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 will probably pull out against the Bills. They'll probably be up against the Bills in, in the AFC. Um, but I think with the Bengals having Chase back, I think if they get some good momentum, they have a chance. I think this could be a game where they say, like, look, we trying to make a play. To get a, get a top of our division, um, I think they're going to take this game really serious. Um, but yeah, I'm going with the Bengals, bro. Who you going with? I'm gonna go with the Bengals too, my guy. I think uh, Joe Burrow. Mm. Joe Burrow beat Patty once. I think he can do it again. Um, and I think because maybe. And this is just me. Joe Burrow may have a little bit more weapon there, uh, weapons in his arsenal than Patty Mahomes. Um, he might edge this out. This is going to be a close game. As you said, everything you said was spot on. This is going to be a game that everybody watches. It's going to be a televised, uh, televised, like, national, worldwide game that everybody's watching because these are two of the rising slash best quarterbacks in the league right now. And Joe Burrow beat Patty last year to go to the Super Bowl. Nobody expected the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. Everybody was looking for the Pat, uh, the uh, the Chiefs to go. And what happened? The Bengals knocked their ass out and said, next year, we'll see you next year. And now here we are. And see, I think, the, like you said, the Bengals have still, they still have some things to prove. Even though they won out and beat the uh, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are still kind of the kings of the AFC. And so when you still have that aura, even though I beat you, that don't mean shit. I still got to keep whooping your ass. And so this is going to be a prelude. We're going to see a lot of these teams in the Ravens, the, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Bills, these are four of the teams that are really looked at as, okay, these teams are going to make some splashes in the playoffs. So when we when we look at these teams with these dynamic quarterbacks that they have, it's going to be it's it's going to continue to get interesting and in seeing how they play, and this is one of those games. 
this is a game that really needs to be on the line. And like you said, the Bengals are not going to take this uh, lightly. So I definitely think the Bengals are going to come out with the win. I think they're going to want it more. And I think it's going to be a very, very close game. And I'll say maybe like a 30-29-28 game. Like, oh, yeah. It's I a high-scoring game. That close. And I think, like you said, like Pat Mahomes, probably the best quarterback. One of the best two top two quarterbacks in the in the league right now. Absolutely. I think Joe, if he had more of his weapons that were healthy, um, I think he would have I think that their their record looks different. Absolutely. I think they might be up. They would have had eight games under their belt. So depending on how the Bengals show up, I think this could be the one they they, they get a steal in in the uh, season for. So that that's gonna be an interesting game. I think so too for sure. Uh the Cowboys are hosting the Colts. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to take this out. I think they're going to win the ninth game. Um, I do see Matt Ryan as still a threat quarterback. Um, even, you know, Jeff Saturday, uh, being a one year head coach, I do still see them being a threat. Uh, but I think the Cowboys will take this out. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I'm I'm rocking with Cowboys, man. They've had a, a pretty decent year. Um, I think the uh, Jonathan Taylor and, and those guys they're having they're struggling a little bit. Um, but I don't think they're going to be able to match against Cowboys. I think they came off of, of a good convincing win where the Cowboys are trying to run a little bit more, right. which looks good. Like their games recently have looked really good. I think they're they've won the last two. Um, so I, I'm I'm rocking with the Cowboys, bro. Gotcha. I love Micah. I love Michael Parsons too, man. Probably the yeah, best defensive dope. player in, in the league. So, yeah. He's really good. Shout out to Michael Parsons, man. Last game for today, um, the Buccaneers will be facing the Saints. Um, like we said, the, the, uh, the NFC South is not looking too hot as a conference. Uh, but I have the Bucs going, uh, winning this game. Uh, I believe Cordell probably has the same, but who do you got, Cordell? The Bucks, bro. Yeah. Just give it to the Bucks. I'm not like this is one of the games. You're like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, yeah, it's it's the Bucks, bro. They their 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 division looks like whatever. Um, but let's see what Tom got left in the tank, man. I'm I'm gonna rock with Tom on this one for sure, man. Listen, and that was our picks for the week. We appreciate you, Dale, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, my guy. I appreciate of course, it, bro. Man. Thank you so much. Um, we about to get out of here, man. Anything you would like to say to the people? Nah, man, I just wanted to give you your props, man. Give, you got to get flowers, you know, while we still can smell them. Um, really enjoying grinding it out. I'm enjoying all platforms that you're on. I'm enjoying the new YouTube. If you haven't checked out my guys, YouTube, man, that boy is killing it over there. Um, and as a content creator, man, I admire the hard work and what you're doing, bro, to provide fresh takes and continue to push content, man. So I'm a fan. Um, make sure y'all tune in to my boys. Uh, channels, podcasts, all that, bro. I appreciate you for allowing me to come on the show, bro. Absolutely, bro. And listen, y'all make sure y'all tap in with him and the homie Tiny. You feel me on Tiny and Dale? You feel me on the yeah? Watch that Tiny and Dale. You heard? Yeah, man. Four hundred over four hundred subscribers, man. Hey, man. Yo, y'all, y'all up, man. Keep doing what you're trying to doing. get like you, bro. We you we trying to keep like that the content yeah. is dope. You feel me? So make sure y'all follow my guy. You feel what I'm saying? Tap in with some of their content. And uh, we appreciate y'all for coming in, for watching, for listening. We love y'all. We thank y'all. We got one more episode before we get out of here for the season finale. So be sure to tap in. We are. Um, you can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us, we are there. 
Um, you can also watch this, of course, on YouTube. Subscribe, share, like, comment, do whatever you got to do. But share to the whole YouTube universe, the whole universes of the Internet. It's all the algorithms. Push it. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and then that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week with our season finale. Again, if you guys want us to discuss anything, please let us know in the comments. And um, that's it. All right. I love you guys. Y'all be easy. Stay breezy. This has been another one. And we out of here. Y'all be good. Be up. And uh, we'll be back next week. Peace.